You're listening to the Meaningful Minutes with Nikki Olson podcast. This is a show for busy Latter-day Saint women who want to learn simple tools to feel confident and inspired in 10 minutes or less. Welcome. On this episode, we will discuss my rim-to-rim goal and my spiritual experiences I'm learning along the way. I know you might be wondering, what the heck is rim to rim and why are you sharing this with me? Well, first of all, the rim to rim is a 26 mile hike at the Grand Canyon. And I first heard about this hike a few years ago when I was down there visiting with my family. I have two brothers, I'm the middle child, and my dad who loves adventures and hiking. And we were all there. And we were uh, just kind of looking at the different hikes that they were doing. And those adventurous brothers and dad of mine immediately started looking into the hike, um, that rim to rim hike and wanting to do it. So that was a few years ago. And then recently I saw an influencer. um, I don't know if you follow her, Abby Ayers, and she did this hike. And I was totally influenced. I felt a pull and a draw to do this hike for some reason. And the thought just kept coming to me as like how much strength that I would need from the Lord to complete this hike. Because the hike descends 14.3 miles over the course of 6,000 feet. So it drops to the bottom of the canyon before you climb back up 4,500 feet, which takes you 9.6 miles to get back up the South Rim. Now, I work out daily, but this is something that's going to definitely tax my body, my mental strength, and my spiritual connection. But I like a challenge, and so I called up my brothers, and of course they were all in. So I started training about uh, mid-November of 2021, and I have shared this experience a little bit on on my social media. I started training about mid-November, and I've shared about this a little bit on my social media, But as I started training and going through the process, I realized how much of a spiritual experience this process is really going to be for me. Then I heard the whisperings of the spirit, like I had before, telling me I needed to share my journey. And I'd been putting it off and questioning whether anybody would really be interested in my experience or if I would even have enough to share. So I decided to start exploring and let the spirit teach me what he wanted me to share. So immediately right off the bat, I had three significant lessons that I've already learned so far in my two months of training. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. So I'm sure there's someone else out there that needs to hear these lessons too. Otherwise, the spirit wouldn't have pushed me to do this, right? So not only am I committing to sharing my three lessons with you today, I'm going to commit to sharing almost monthly the lessons I continue to learn. So hence part one of this title. Now, I don't want this just to be all about me. So I want you to learn from my lessons as well. So I've created a worksheet with my three lessons I learned and a question for you to explore on how you can apply those lessons in your life as well. So just click the link in my show notes and you can download this worksheet. 
So I'm going to jump into the lessons I've been taught so far training for my rim to rim goal. So lesson number one is God is interested in my personal goals and helping me with them, even if they aren't spiritual goals. When I first felt that pull to do this training, like I said at the beginning, I also felt a strong pull to make sure I was using the enabling power of Christ to complete this goal. I know that I'm going to need strength beyond my own as I encounter many roadblocks in my way. I now see the opportunity this will give me in building a stronger relationship with Christ. I've already written down multiple times in my Seeking Personal Revelation journal specific needs I have and requested them from the Lord. I've also felt that help that has confirmed to me that the Lord is interested in my goals. Actually, President Eyring has spoken about this very thing. He said, the work which has to be accomplished in the last days is one of vast importance and will call into action the energy, skill, talent, and ability of the saints so that it may roll forth with that glory and majesty described by the prophet Daniel and will consequently require the concentration of the saints to accomplish works of such great magnitude and grandeur. I love that he says that it will call into action the energy, skill, talent, and ability of the saints. I know that as I'm working on this goal, I'm strengthening my energy, talent, and ability that the Lord will be able to use. Now, I want you to think about what goal you can set so that you can strengthen your energy, talent, or ability so that the Lord can use you. Remember that worksheet I told you about? Here's the first question I want you to explore for yourself. As you write down your thoughts, the Spirit's going to guide you. Even pray about it. You will be pleasantly surprised what comes up for you. And remember that the Lord is interested in helping you with anything. So don't question what comes up when you do it. All right, now for the second lesson. Acting in faith to get more faith. In the April 2021 conference, President Nelson talked about five ways to build more faith, and one of them was to act. He said, act in faith. What would you do if you had more faith? Think about it. Write about it. Then receive more faith by doing something that requires more faith. If you know me very well, then you know that action is my favorite word. Every time I teach Relief Society, I emphasize taking something from the lesson to act on so that the women can grow and not just listen. Actually, I love it so much, I have a whole section in my Seeking Personal Revelation journal just on action. And I know that as I'm doing something that requires more faith from me, as I grow, um, as I do, my faith will grow. And Actually, it already has. (laughs) So what is it for you? What is that one thing that you could challenge yourself to do that requires more faith? And on your worksheet that you printed from the show notes, I want you to answer that question. All right. Now for my third lesson, roadblocks are opportunities. Now, If you follow me on social media, you might already know that I had a huge roadblock placed in my way about one month into my training. 
I uh, dislocated my knee wrapping presents. <laughs> I was so mad the day before I had just done my longest training session and I felt like I'm on a roll. At first, I was told when I went to the doctor that I wouldn't be able to walk on my leg for um, two weeks, which meant that I couldn't drive. I couldn't carry items from one room to another by myself or even put pants or socks on by myself because I was in this brace where I couldn't bend my leg and I couldn't put pressure on it and I had to use crutches and I was just super frustrated. But one morning as my daughter was helping me put my socks on, I had this distinct impression that I was supposed to be receiving her service and feeling Christ's love through her. Her ability to serve me was giving her the opportunity to serve as Christ did for all of us. And I was led to a podcast with a talk from President Uchtdorf about being a good and grateful receiver. And this experience changed me and my view of receiving service. President Nelson said, your flourishing faith will help you turn challenges into unparalleled growth and opportunity. And this knee dislocation has done just that. So what roadblocks in your life can you look at as an opportunity for growth and allow yourself to receive what God wants you to receive out of that roadblock? All right, grab that worksheet and jot down the ideas that are coming to your mind. All right. Now you might be wondering about my knee, how I'm doing, Hope maybe, I don't know. Well, the MRI actually showed no damage from the dislocation, so I was able to start physical therapy right away. And I'm definitely not back to where I was in my training, but I know that when I get back there, I'll be stronger than I was and prepared with a stronger knee because of that physical therapy. Now, all of these concepts about goal setting, relationship building with God, trust and faith are all part of my spiritual survival course. And there are a ton of skills I have used to get to where I'm at in this process and have compiled them all into one course. And this course teaches you how to be a receiver of the gospel so that you can build a stronger relationship with God hear him daily, and have consistent spiritual habits. This course course is open right now to anyone on the wait list. So click the link in my show notes and jump on the wait list so that you can develop some of those same skills to become a receiver. All right, I will see you next week. I hope these minutes you spent with me were meaningful, helped you feel inspired and more confident. Check out my show notes for links to my website, social media, and free handouts for remembering how to implement the skills. I know there are other women that could use this information. Leaving a review is a great way for other women to hear this message. If you'd like more daily inspiration and guidance, please come find me on Instagram at Nikki Olson coaching. If you share this episode, please tag me. I love to connect with my listeners. Thank you for listening to the Meaningful Minutes podcast with Nikki Olson.